0: Live on the Freak Radio Network. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven
1: by General Tire.
0: It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined, 5. With Kenny Sargent.
1: Aging Dr. Douchebag.
0: Crash Gladys. Get
1: in Crash Position. And me. Don't
0: overdrive the car. Here's the Freak. Oh, Tournamental Freak.
2: Felipe Nasser, A.J. Allmendinger, and an incredible interview with an incredible person making incredible news this year in motorsports. She joins us. How you doing, Freak Nation? Right now, the NFC is set. Looks like it just might be Kansas City. Joining the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for your 2021 Super Bowl for your 2020 season. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. How the hell are you guys doing, man? Stat, man, so much. like You said this last week. So much for Bill Belichick being <laughs> the nucleus of that long-ass run with the Patriots making it to the postseason and the Super Bowl, buddy. Not only
3: that, but all the idiots who think that Tom Brady was a system quarterback and couldn't have made it without Belichick's brilliance on the sidelines sort of flies in the face of that, doesn't it?
4: Yeah, who's the brilliant one now? Who made who back in that organization? Just saying.
3: It is bonkers. If if
2: three years ago, we we, we pontificate like this frequently, Freak Nation, in the Lucas Oil Studios. Three years ago, Man, I'm going to tell you that Tom Brady's going to be with Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bruce Arian's going to be the head <laughs> coach of Tampa Bay. And uh, Tom Brady's going to be in the Super Bowl with his first season with Tampa Bay.
3: How's that sound to you, bud? Well nobody would have thought that. Nobody would have thought it a year ago. You know, I mean that's that's crazy, but I have to understand that Brady was throwing that uh, nobody on that New England team is going to the Pro Bowl. They don't have any talent. And guess who was in charge of picking the talent? So Brady just said, <laughs> "I'm tired of this. I've given up money so you could hire people and pay them." And I'm ended up throwing the guys that I got to introduce myself to, uh, at, in the pregame meeting. You know, I mean, it's, it was ludicrous. It was absolutely stupid. And I saw a piece today on ESPN where they're saying they're equally one couldn't have done it without the other. Well, we'll see who's going to the Super Bowl this year and who's going to be sitting home looking at it just like me. And you look at Tom Brady, and I I would be curious.
2: I'm sure there's already a stat out there. You drop three interceptions, how many quarterbacks go on to win a game, a tight game like that? Tom Brady drops three three INTs, yet he still goes on to win that damn game. There's got to be a stat out there that that's never happened before or it's happened very little. The percentages of a quarterback coming in and winning the damn game a postseason the NFC championship to get into the Super Bowl? Come on, man. And I'm well, not a best- Tom, Tom, Tom Brady snorkeler by any stretch stat, but you, you can't ignore greatness.
3: No, you can't. The, the best stat of all of it is that this is the first time they've had 54 of these things, each one of them the game of the century, right? They've yes. had 54 of these things. was it Dwayne Thomas said it was so great. Why are they going to play another one next year? Uh, but, <laughs> but this is the first time uh, in 55 tries that the home team is going to play the uh, the game in their home stadium. First time in history.
4: Yeah, that's insane that it's been that many years and it's never happened. That It's way cool, though.
3: Isn't that fitting? Look at the firsts
2: here. Tom Brett Brady, the first Super Bowl with a different team. Bruce Arians, the first Super Bowl as the head coach. Tampa Bay, the first team to play in their stadium. This is nuts. Mm-hmm. So there you go, Freak Nation. Uh, there's your football insight for as if as if you needed that football insight for the first three or four minutes of Speed Freaks.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man. Coming up at twelve past the hour, Felipe Nasser. Him, Mike Conway, Pipo Durrani, and some old guy named Chase Elliott. Yeah, some Chase dude. Grabbed himself the pole for the 2020 run of the Daytona 24-hour. He's going to be joining us here in the Freak Nation. And it was a very unique qualifying session for these guys where it was not 100 laps, but 100 minutes that they had a chance to qualify.
4: Are you a fan of that, man? I know we don't have a ton of time about to talk about seconds. it right now. Oh, well, <laughs> okay, yes or no. No. <laughs> oh, I think Nasser, according to many of his interviews post qualifying, he seems to be a big fan. And, and we'll, yeah, we'll ask him about that. As, we'll again. ask him
2: about that. That's coming up in about six or seven minutes. Felipe Nasser here in the Speed Freaks pits in moments. Crash Gladys pit news and notes for whatever there is in motorsports, oh, there's there's and plenty. then some. Going to resume with some affiliates, and they get back at it, Freak Nation. Big-ass show tonight, Lucas Hole Studio.
0: Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. <laughs> Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined the
2: Freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates here in the Freak Nation. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Thank you guys for hanging out. Stat Man, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent coming up in about six minutes. Felipe Nasser. Your pole sitter, him and three other drivers for the 2021 Rolex 24. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Crash Gladys, pit news and notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do the smart thing, Freak Nation. Go with General Tires with that big fat SUV, that F250. What about a Dodge Ram or a Ram? Make sure you're rolling on those red letter G- GTs. Go to GeneralTire.com for more information. Crasher?
4: Well, we have a tie top the point standings in the 250s for Supercross. Christian Craig and Colt Nichols tied at that position. Colt Nichols, though, overtaking Christian Craig for the win in Houston 3. Up to the 450 class, it was Cooper Webb with the win. That was just bonkers seeing how many big names were in the back of the pack and making their way through. But Cooper Webb with the win. Ken Roxon, still your points leader in 450s. Up next for Supercross, it's a couple weeks now in Indianapolis. Speaking of Indianapolis, there was some big news in that city, with IndyCar at least, with Beth Peretta announcing her female team with some technical assistance by, oh, none other than Roger Penske. That will go off this year for the 2021 Indy 500. Huge news there. Also bringing back driver, 2010 Rookie of the Year, Simona Di Silvestro. It was a big week in motorsports for women because another announcement was made with Christina Nielsen and Catherine Leg joining forces with Porsche To run the 2021 Rolex 24 next weekend. Just good female news all around. I think there was even a vote. Yeah. Michelle Abate. We had her on at the end of last year. She was voted just this week, or at least the final results were out, the fan favorite driver in the Trans Am series for last year. So that's just bitchin' news all around. And, of course, yes, that... Rolex 24 hours going off next weekend. Your pole sitter, it's going to be Felipe Nasser, Pipo Durrani, Chase Elliott, and Mike Conway. Felipe Nasser on his way back home. I don't know why he's doing this. You might as well just stay in Daytona. Driving on his way back home to Miami. In just a few minutes, he will be joining us to talk about how he did it from the wet to the dry. And, well, just pretty much how he's a badass in grabbing that pole.
6: Crash Gladys,
2: Pit News & Notes brought to you by, again, our friends at General Tire. Do the smart thing, Freak Nation. You got a truck, SUV, regardless, whatever you got. Roll all those big old fat GTs, those red letter General Tires. Go to GeneralTire.com for more information. Your pole sitter for the 2021 Rolex 24, Felipe Nasser, next.
0: Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.
4: Freak Nation, for over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, and You're everywhere, from the aggressive mud-terrain Grabber X3 to the all-terrain performance of the Grabber ATX, even to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APX. General Tire balances excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com.
3: Car not performing right
4: Then grab the Reduced Fat and the Turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba.
2: The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo T-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these T-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality. 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's T-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new
1: multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works.
7: MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and World Rally Championships to name a few. MavTV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage Gears, and much more. MavTV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MavTV.com for more racing information and to demand your MavTV.
8: You are listening to Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio Redefined.
2: back with the freaks freak nation 20 years of speed freaks we're coming up on our 21st anniversary in june of 2021 Statman, crash gladys kenny sergeant this segment brought to you by our good friends at lucas oil a great website to check out of course it's lucasoil.com check out their product spotlight of the week is the low viscosity stabilizer anti-wear friction reduction contains a premium formula intended to protect the life of your engine in four key areas i just named three of them Guess what the fourth is. Go to LucasOil.com. It's LucasOil.com to find out more on how to protect your engine.
4: Felipe knows all about Lucas Oil.
2: That's true. Felipe, nice for joining us oh, here in the Freak it. Nation. Yes, you do, buddy. You know all about Lucas Oil, which I'm sure was part and parcel of you grabbing that pole today in your 100-minute race with the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, Rolex Damn. 24 qualifying. Good evening, guys. Um, <laughs> it's awesome to be back
9: here at Speed Freaks uh happy new year to always Speed freak fans and listeners uh yeah i know all about lucas oil in fact that's the car that just um just been on pole position uh for daytona uh i'm actually driving back to miami now and that's where i have a place here in florida and uh awesome day able to you know th- this is the first time we we did a, a kind of a qualifying race format to define the grid for next for the next week, 24 uh, hour race, and guess what? We came in front, so uh, we won that qualifying race, and uh, I can say, Lucas Oil, it works.
4: <laughs> 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 it works taking you back and forth from Daytona to Miami as well. I don't get this though. You're sitting on the pole. You've you've won a gazillion races. Where's your jet full of Lucas Oil? Not. Don't be driving yourself down the coast. Yeah,
9: I guess I gotta ask for a bigger uh, paycheck from Lucas Oil and the whole team, you know. <laughs> but um, I'm working for next year. But um, yeah, it's a it's a three-hour drive, three and a half-hour drive. You know, it's alright, and um, you know, it's kind of a kind of a good drive. You know, I. Put on my music. I just go through all that's happening today. It's kind of a reflection as well. I like it. You know, I can't complain.
4: Okay, so you're talking to Speed Freaks now. You're driving, but what are some of these things you've reflected on? What are some of the songs you've been listening to? Are you upset at anything from this weekend in qualifying? What are you nervous about for this coming race in the Rolex 24 next weekend?
9: Yeah, that's all I go through basically. I've uh... I of playing a film again in my head, you know, from the beginning of the race, which was a wet race to begin with. Uh, caught everybody a little bit off guard because off guard, we were not expecting the rain to hit the race. And then, anyway, the rain came, we fit the wet tires, and then just going through everything we did. And um, so the track started drying up pretty quick, and I knew we got to get on slicks pretty soon. Uh, at the time, I think I was running either fourth or fifth, and then a yellow flag came in. Uh, we got in the pits, got four new sets of Michelin wet tires. Oh, sorry, I, we took off the four Michelin wet tires and then put on four sleep tires in the car. And, uh, and just going through everything we did, you know, because basically this morning practice session, we had the track um, wet for the early session as well, so it was kind of just going through another practice. And lucky enough, you know, we were able to, um, you know, uh, I was able to work my way up the grid. As soon as we got the restart, so just getting one car one by one, and uh, made some great moves on the outside, made a few moves on the infield, and uh, you know, next thing I saw, we were leading the race. So uh, <laughs> everything that we spoke. Uh, engineer wise and uh, there's always things you can improve, right, and uh, for example, like coming in the pit stops, you know, there was, you know, one time I just felt like we had a little delay there, also from my side, just the way you park the car on the pit stop is super crucial to get the whole crew right on the spot where they can change uh, the tires and stuff, so little things that I go through, and uh, in the meantime, you know, I can listen to some music, then go back on my thoughts, and everything that we went through. But again, an awesome day. Um, I was so pleased to be back at Daytona. I love the new format they did uh, to define the race grid. Um, couldn't ask for a better teammate. People there running Did a mega job as well to get the car to the finish. Uh, also, we have Mike Conway, which is another ace, sports car driver. Uh, Mike is a longtime friend as well. And uh, I hear, well, you know, that we got a newcomer, uh, some guy, Chase, some guy called Chase Elliott, apparently huh. <laughs> not her champion. And, uh, I'm just kidding. You know, the guys, it's, it's great to, it's great to have Chase on board. He's been having a blast with us. So great lineup for next week and, uh, no better place to be than starting up front.
3: Nasser, before we get to the rest of the team, Chase and Mike Conway, you keep bringing up music. What were you listening to right before this call?
9: I was listening to, I think it was Bright and Joy was playing <laughs> right before I called you guys.
2: Wait a minute. A little bit of Stevie Ray Vaughan, the, one of the greatest yeah. guitar players in the history of mankind.
9: Yeah, man. That's what I like.
2: Who in the hell turned you on to Stevie Ray Vaughan?
9: I don't know, man. Since I've... I, I, I don't know. I've, I've been a... Uh, I like... You know, I like him. I like the likes of Eric Clapton, uh, Grateful Dad, uh, you know, Bob Weir, Jerry Garcia. Jeez. I like I like a lot of stuff. I like the old stuff, to be honest.
4: Wow. Stevie Ray Vaughan is Kenny's absolute favorite guitar player of all time, so you just totally made Kenny's night.
9: That a boy. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm glad to hear it. You know, it's one of my favorite suits.
2: Does uh, is there a famous Brazilian guitar player that you might uh, you might enjoy?
9: Uh, good question. I I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know by name, but I know there are a couple of good guys. Uh, I'll just you know I just don't have one in my mind right now, but I I bet there are.
2: Well, okay. Listen, America will take the crown when it comes to playing the blues. Blues in music I love the blues. We'll get we'll yeah. give you the crown in Brazil for soccer, okay?
9: I <laughs> will <laughs> take that. I'll take that, guys. Okay, hey,
2: here's uh, okay, here's one for you. Felipe Nasser joining us here in the Freak Nation again grabs the pole for the 2021 Rolex 24 going off next weekend in Daytona. If you had if you had a chance to be on stage playing guitar, be on stage at um God, yeah, be on stage in front of a hundred thousand people playing guitar with Eric Clapton, or the winning goal at the World Cup with the great Brazilian team, or uh, winning the twenty-four hours of Le Mans. What would you take? Ch- take.
9: Oh man, that's hard. That's <laughs> a hard question. I've. Um, I wish I could have both. But uh, they ain't gonna happen, you know. But um, <laughs> my goodness! Well, I've, I actually saw Eric Clapton playing um, last year in uh, California. I think it was I think it was close to San Francisco in September somehow.
0: Ooh. And
9: uh, I think it's the third time I saw him live. And one one concert that I was crazy to go to was to see the, the Grateful Dead playing in Mexico. They normally do a concert there in January, but I know since the pandemic hit, you know, they've canceled that event, but it's still on my list. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been a big fan of the blues. As I said, I've, that's where I spend most of my time listening to, to be honest.
2: That is greatness, man. Yeah. Felipe Nasser joining us here in the freak nation. Let's talk a little bit more racing before you get the hell out of here, which by the way, uh, are you are you actually driving your car? Uh,
9: yes, I'm driving. Uh, I'm driving my Cadillac. Uh, my, <laughs> of course, not my race car Cadillac, but right. my XT5. And I've got a bunch of helmets and suits here. And uh, yeah, I'm hey, do driving you, back do you,
2: home. do you know what the law is about uh, using a cell phone while driving is in Florida?
3: Headphones.
9: I'm a, well. I'm actually on Bluetooth, so you guys are. I'm fine.
3: don't try to get him in trouble we're getting ready for the 2021 season but we have some residue left over this pandemic's not going away how do you guys run with it are you used to it can you get used to it how do you run with the pandemic and all the changes that it requires
9: well it's hard to say i don't think we're ever going to get used to it because it's so different to what we were used to in let's say normal life and i think it goes to all kinds of professions uh but I think I think we prepare ourselves in a little better way knowing that uh you know we can't we can't just travel all the all the time and go testing and go see the team. So there's a lot of virtual meetings that we do nowadays and even our simulator sessions have been cancelled because we we, wa- we wanted to avoid getting drivers abroad from different countries and you know, that it's 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 all about the risk as well. So, uh, as an athlete, as a race car driver, uh, all I did in the off season was to, you know, sit down and reflect on the things that went right next uh, last year and what we could have done better. Uh, you know, had a had a good good time working out, looking after myself, eating well, sleeping well. And here we are. It's so good that we can put this to work uh, when it comes to the time and like we had today. Uh, have your mind fresh, you know, have your mind empty from everything as well. That It's hard nowadays, you know, you turn on the news, you're going to hear all the kind of things. We're going through a very difficult moment worldwide, but uh, when you are in the race car, you just got to give absolutely best. So... To be able to turn off the switch and just get on the race mode—it's—it's it's been key, you know, for for a race car driver. That's what I feel in my in my in my opinion. That has been uh, one area that I wanted to focus more. And um, you know, I, it's it, there's no better feeling to start the, with the year this way, uh, putting the car on pole after getting the win today.
2: Who would you like to have a beer with the most, Pele? Ayrton Senna or Eric Clapton?
9: Uh, I'll I'll do Senna. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll drink a beer with Senna. That would be <laughs> that'll be
2: awesome. I don't know. That wouldn't that that wouldn't be a bad little trio to sit down and have some beers with, would it?
9: Wow! 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 <laughs> it, 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 I, now I'm dreaming. <laughs>
2: well, broham, take that Lucas Oil. And all those other teammates that you got, and go win yourself another, or go win yourself a uh, 2021 uh, Daytona 24-hour, buddy.
9: Thanks, guys. I appreciate the time. Uh, Speed Freaks, everybody there listening. Uh, you know, keep safe. Keep, keep supporting us. Um, if, you, if you have planned or if you have not planned yet, uh, make sure you tune in yourself uh, next Saturday. Uh three forty PM Eastern time is gonna be the start of the twenty twenty one Rolex twenty four and the car thirty one with an engineering and Lucas Oil will be starting on pole. Bam!
2: Badass. Blippi, have a good night, buddy.
3: Thanks guys. It's a spin, man. Let's get it. Oh, in the freak nation, you might have something in common with America's new president whether you voted for him or not. During Joe Biden's campaign last year, he talked about a 200 mile an hour electric Corvette coming in the pipeline. If so, it would go along with his classic Greenwood Green 1967 Corvette Roadster, already in his garage, burnouts and all. Biden's father was a Chevrolet dealer and made the Corvette a wedding present when the president was first married. After more than 50 years, the car is in perfect condition, an indication the president has a car guy gene. But what about the electric vet? The rumors have swirled for the last decade, and the mid-engine C8 hasn't helped any. Even GM has secured the name Chevrolet E-Ray for the future. Maybe a hybrid 1,000-horsepower vet might be the step before an electric one, despite what the president says. Let's hope. Peace. Peace.
0: Motorsports Radio, redefined.
10: Are you looking for great sports memorabilia with the fastest shipping in the industry? Check out auctionofchampions.com. The fastest growing sports memorabilia auction house in the country, Auction of Champions has a huge variety of PSA 10 graded rookie cards, the largest selection of Fanatics licensed jerseys, and the best customer service in the business. With all items authenticated by third-party companies like JSA and Beckett, you'll love Auction of Champions. Check out auctionofchampions.com.
11: If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491.
6: Do you own a timeshare but can't use it because of travel restrictions, a change in life circumstances, or perhaps you can no longer afford the monthly payments or annual maintenance fees? If you feel stuck or just need to get out of your timeshare, Newton Group is here for you. They are the nation's oldest timeshare relief company, which means you can trust them. Read the reviews. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, 4.7 out of 5 stars on TrustPilot, and a proven track record to legally relieve you from the financial burden of your timeshare. Getting out of your timeshare can be tricky business, so it's important you go with a company you can trust. And nobody, I mean nobody, has more experience than the experts at Newton Group. For your free consultation and your free consumer's guide to Timeshare Exit, call 877-WE-DO-EXIT. That's 877-WE-DO-EXIT. Why pay for something you aren't using? Give us a call at 877-WE-DO-EXIT or visit newtonexit.com today. Do you have
1: valuable collectibles and worry what will happen if they're stolen? Wax Insurance is a mobile app that allows collectors to take care of all their insurance needs. Whether you collect watches, sports memorabilia, wine, fine art, you name it, Wax makes insuring what you care about incredibly easy. To get an immediate quote, download the Wax Insurance app and use promo code INSURE. Then take a picture of your item and provide some basic information. That's it. No extensive paperwork or need for third-party appraisals. Download the Wax Insurance app and use promo code INSURE TODAY. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire. I fell into a burning ring of
12: fire. You know, it's down, it's just down,
2: down, one of the toughest things that I have, one of the toughest things in my life is cutting off music. Of I can cut people off on the freeway. The I can flip people off on the side of the road. But damn it, man, <laughs> cutting off Johnny Cash?
3: That's tough, Roham. <laughs> you know. Uh, That's crazy. I mean, you you actually cut people off on the freeway, really? Not intentionally. Yeah, no. Yeah, accidentally flip
2: people off. I get flipped off more than than I I I I, I get flipped off more than I
3: flip people off. The speed freak salute on on the freeway. true that's not that's not good and even in phoenix that's not good Leave maybe the road. in the midwest here maybe in the midwest but not in phoenix well oh, that's how that's how the Midwestern say hello right yeah right exactly you know that that's the, their favorite when they see you and they like you they just
2: yeah throw uh
3: flip you throw a salute at you you know Leave the road, take the
2: trails, Freak Nation. Go to GeneralTire.com for more information on your tire to put on your ride, like the light truck, SUV all-terrain grabber APT, Duragen technology, stability tread technology, on-road features. See the details at GeneralTire.com. It's GeneralTire.com. Statman sent us a text or an email this week, and it was in regards to the announcement that NBCSN is going away, and as we've seen over the last six, seven months, NBC is putting a big, big focus on their Peacock app, where they've got hours and hours of programming, which it looks like IndyCar and other motorsports series may be headed there
4: Supercross.
2: when they're not on the big boy network of NBC. and man, like you said, man, we're going to 599 ourselves to death as, the, as our costs are going to get back up to what they were with cable.
3: Yeah, just this evening I was watching one of the football games and Paramount now has a Paramount Plus that's probably going to be 599 a month. I mean, by the time you add up all these 599s, you thought you were complaining about your cable bill. Your streaming bill is going to be as much as the cable or more.
2: You, what I do like about this is Hulu's gotten a little bit too extravagant. Their numbers, they they continue to increase their dollar. I think it's like sixty bucks now a month for Hulu.
4: That's what it is. What? Did yeah. what? Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize that either.
2: Yeah, That's a bit much. Yeah, they they raised it against that. So we got Hulu with that. Well, that, wait a
3: minute, Netflix has also gone up. Mm-hmm. Netflix started off at nine ninety nine and now it's like seventeen ninety nine That's why they put so much emphasis on you having your automatic bill pay so mm-hmm. you can, all of a sudden this stuff starts to creep up and you never know it it just comes out of your account e s p n plus is
2: moving uh, a number of their shows. To their online Disney plus, app. yeah, no, no, ESPN plus, yeah, no, Disney plus is out yeah. there too? Yeah, well, yeah hell same, yeah. same. Oh, I, look, that's HBO a lifesaver. Plus, I'll HBO get, Google. I'll eliminate everything but Disney plus. Man, that is the greatest, <laughs>
4: <laughs> the best babysitter. When oh, you, it's when the you really best. need something, yes.
2: <laughs> but I, look, I don't have a problem doing. I don't have a problem with what these networks are doing because that's where we are. It's
4: yeah, but when does it end?
2: I, well, who knows?
4: Are we going to five ninety nine ourselves to death? Like Statman pointed out a couple of days ago, if we pay five ninety nine for for Peacock premium and five ninety nine for Paramount mm-hmm. and what is Disney Plus now nine ninety nine? I mean, there's there's just it all adds up, and yeah, it's a little bit here, a little bit there. You don't realize it until all of a sudden you're like. Holy crap! I'm spending four hundred bucks a month just for all these damn apps.
2: Well, with NBCSN, if you're a Supercross or IndyCar fan, yeah, you're going to pay for it. But if you're not, eh. Nah. But like Netflix, I don't know. Are you? I, I don't. Well, I, I don't know.
4: I I mean, if you're going to get okay with the IndyCar schedule, there's going to be fi- uh, yes, me.
2: you're going to pay for it.
4: I don't know. What? I didn't pay for NBC Gold.
3: Did you hear that stat? Yeah, I, that, yeah. I'm just. I was just waiting for it because I was going. Wanted to watch the yesterday's race, and they you had to have NBC Gold, and I couldn't find out how much it cost. I just said, "Screw it! I wouldn't watch the movie on Netflix."
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm to the you, point. I'm to the point now where it's like social media gives us so much information that. If something big happens in a race, and this is the business we cover, we will get to know about it before we have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. We will find out on whether it's YouTube or Twitter or Facebook. Somebody's going to post something, and that's that's all we really need to yes. know. I don't like paying extra money for stuff that I'm going to use maybe six or seven times a year. No, I don't think that's it, worth it. Quickly. IndyCars to have nine races on NBC. That's fine enough for me.
3: I had some people, it was the Pikes Peak Hill Climb when Sebastian Loeb did the record. I'm sitting in my office in Los Angeles, and I'm listening to a stream from Pikes Peak, and I'm watching it on stream, and I'm putting stuff up on Twitter. Ooh, look, almost some guys from Formula Drift who were overseas were reading my posts. Mm -hmm. They thought I was there. So, uh, you know, they said, you know, they, they actually thought I was there because I was texting in real time. So <laughs> you crash, you're 100 percent right. I've got more than I've got story after story of people who follow it now on social media and not on TV or uh, radio.
2: Some news made last week with A.J. Allmendeiger, definitely a friend of the Freak Nation. So, guys, running the day—he's running the Daytona 24-hour. But the big news is, is he's back in NASCAR, running a full series with Xfinity in the Xfinity series with Colleague Racing, and then hopes to get a few races under his belt with Colleg Racing in the Cup series. But he will kick it off on the road course at Daytona for the second race of the season. He joins us next, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Awesome.
8: You are listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio,
1: redefined.
2: Lucas Oil Studios, 20 years. Freak Nation, Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. This segment brought to you by our good friends at Lucas Oil. Low viscosity stabilizer. If you're looking for ways to make your car's modern engine run a little bit better, try Lucas Oil's low viscosity stabilizer. Anti-wear, friction reduction. Yeah, in other words, you want that big, powerful power plant of 286 horsepower to run longer? Roll with Lucas Oil low viscosity stabilizer. Yes, sir. Uh, AJ Almendinger. A lot of things going on for this guy. We're going to talk about a NASCAR coming up here in moments. But uh, AJ Allmendinger, trying to figure out your damn schedule, Broham. You got the Daytona 24 hour. Are you still going to be doing NBC stuff? You got NASCAR uh, Xfinity and Cup Racing going. Uh, What's next? What's next?
13: Uh, I just, uh, breaking news, honestly, I just signed a a monster truck deal. So I got 20 shows this year. And uh, no, I'm just joking. Uh, the thing is, though, I'm going. I would love to see AJ in a monster truck. <laughs> I don't know the semi-retired life. I just my golf game went to complete hell over the last two years. I had this dream, like, okay, you're going to be semi-retired playing every day. Man, you're just going to be enjoying it, and life's great. And I was more pissed off every day playing bad golf. So <laughs> Matt Colligan and Chris Rice and there, all the men and women at Colligan Racing, they uh, they gave me an opportunity. Said, hey. This part-time deal, you want to try to make it full-time? I said, let's go. And, yeah, the old semi-retired life is, is done. We're back doing this full-time. So full-time. And, the- and on top of it, as, as you asked, <laughs> yes, still in, I don't know what the free time looks like or the off days, uh, still trying to do as many races for NBC Sports and IMSA. So we'll be doing that at Rolex uh, for the third year, racing and doing the television for it and, and the week. The races that I can fit in, we're going to still do that as well. Oh,
2: AJ Allmendinger, NASCAR pilot, IMSA pilot, NBC Motorsports. AJ Allmendinger here in the Freak Nation. So it's a full time gig in the Xfinity Series. You're going to try and qualify for the Daytona 500 in the Cup Series. No, road course. No, road, no I'm sorry, road no, course. No. The right? road course. Okay. Road course. No. Thank
13: you, thank you. Bro. I don't actually have to qualify that race. We got for the uh, <laughs> it, it, the way it kind of works out. So you, we have Kaz Garela doing the. Uh, doing the attempt for the Daytona 500 for college racing. And if he gets in, I think we're for sure locked into the road course race since there's no qualifying. Uh, and if not, then it kind of depends on who shows up to the road course and, uh, what, what teams that, that don't have the charter show up to the road course race. And if we get in or not, so yeah, it's kind of a little bit based on Kaz, no pressure, man, if he's listening. So, um, but yeah, and I can't control it. So we'll, our main focus is on the Xfinity series, and uh, heading to Daytona in a couple weeks after I get done at Daytona. I'm just gonna buy a condo probably here in Daytona. So I'm here for like the next month and a half, I think.
4: Well, I saw your cat overlooking the ocean, and I, I assumed it was a condo.
13: Yeah, we rented it. I just may, I mean, maybe just purchase it because I'm gonna Are have to sure? be here for. <laughs> for a little bit, so uh, but good problem to have.
3: This is Freak friend AJ Almendinger. AJ, how did this come to you? Did they reach out to you to run the road course? Well, it, it, it
13: so the way it really kind of planned on on going is Matt Collig and and all the men and women at Collig Racing. They're they're really focused on trying to move their program out up, uh, up to Cup and. 2022 still having the Xfinity team, but the talk has been to try to to move up the cup in 2022. So uh, they're going to run the super speedway races and, and wanted to run the Daytona road course when they switched that race from Fontana to the Daytona road course. So that's kind of how it started and maybe possibilities of running more road course races, but kind of see how this, this first little stint goes between the 500 and, and the road course race at Daytona. And then really, Focusing on from there of of you know what that road course schedule looks like like Coda and Road America and everything like that. So uh, as I said, really the the important thing is having a strong start to the Xfinity season. And uh, if the road course races happen, then great. If not, we're uh, we're focused on trying to win races and and ultimately a championship.
4: It seems like a lot for them to balance, but then again, that's that's why they're successful business people, Matt himself. So the Ultimate goal is full-time Cup Series and full-time Xfinity Series in 2022.
13: I believe so. Uh, you know, that'd probably be a, a better question for Matt Colligan and Chris Rice. But yeah, I mean, that's been the focus when the new car comes out. I think they, Matt wanted to do it this year when, before the pandemic hit and, and the new car was supposed to come out this year. So uh, that was some of the talk, and that obviously got delayed. And, uh, you know, the the ultimate goal is to have a strong Xfinity strong team, and then you have a Cup team, and you have something where you can maybe have uh, a, a possible where you start building young drivers and have some, somewhere for them to go to move up to Cups. So, uh, but, yeah, I mean, it, they've done a great job of not, trying to grow too fast this is their sixth year in existence and it started with one car for about four years and then we started doing a, a little bit of part-time schedule and ross chastain was a part of that elliot sadler austin dillon ran for them so did two cars and then obviously last year two full-time teams and then i was running part-time and they felt like it was the right opportunity to, to have three full-time teams but that was a thing i i, I love the growth and being a part of of college racing and trying to help that growth. So I asked Chris Rice. I said, I would love to do full-time, but if it truly takes away from the team growing and it kind of puts a strain on them, I didn't want to do that. But they said, nope, we're ready for this, and that was part of the reason of of running a part-time schedule with a third car. So they're doing a great job with it, and I'm just happy to be a part of it.
3: A.J. Amendinger will be driving in the Rolex 24 at Daytona for Michael Shank Racing. He'll be driving in the NASCAR Xfinity Series for College Racing, and he'll be driving in the Cup Series in the road course at Daytona for College Racing. A.J., I'm sure you're happy that the NASCAR Series is getting more road courses involved, so you could be involved now.
13: I mean, I'm not going to hate on doing more road course races, (laughs) for sure. Uh, yeah, I just feel like it, it, it's fun to have diversity in the schedule. And then even if it wasn't six or seven road courses, I mean, obviously you've got the the Bristol Dirt Race. Uh, that's going to be crazy to watch. Uh, going to a place like Nashville, uh, you know. And I just, I just felt like the the Cup schedule got stagnant for a long time. And I get it. You got tracks and and you got deals with all these racetracks and and you have a set schedule to a certain degree and and you know it's important for all these racetracks to make sure that uh, they have those races for for the money to come in and and everything that goes along with it but it it just got stagnant so it, it didn't have to be adding so many road course races i just felt like going to different places would be fun to do and they're able to start doing that now with Uh, most of those tracks being kind of under the NASCAR banner. So uh, it wasn't the fact that because we had so many road course races, that was a big reason of why I wanted to do full-time, but uh, it's not going to hurt for sure.
3: AJ, you've run thousands of laps at Daytona on the road course. Does that give you any advantage when you get behind the wheel of a cup car to run on the road course early in the season this year?
13: I mean, not much because the, the cup guys already ran the racetrack last year and it'll be a different aero package last year. They ran the 750 horsepower package, but it was the, the big downforce. So this year the the cup car will be low downforce. So it'll be a little bit different for everybody, but that's what makes it one of the toughest series to run in the world is you got fantastic drivers and you know, it's, it's no advantage. And quite honestly, what I have done at Rolex and, and all the different cars that I've run, it's still nothing like a stock car. I mean, there's, hmm. uh, last year I was shocked. I knew it wasn't going to be a lot of grip. But I was shocked like how slick the racetrack was and, and how hard it was just to even like try to ease onto the throttle and, and not burn the rear tires off the of thing. So it's a complete different challenge from running a prototype at the Rolex 24.
2: Was the last road course that you run? That was the last road course that you ran in a stock car in Charlotte on the Roval.
13: That was it. Yep.
2: What can you pull from that? Granted, if I recall, it was a rain fest. Or do you? Is that something you just? <laughs> you said screw that. There's nothing.
13: <laughs> I can I can pull if I see the weather like that again. We're uh, we're gonna just bring a boat instead and see if it'll pass tech. <laughs> Um, I mean, it it was, that was a, a crazy day and night how it turned into it. Uh, but no, I mean, it, it's, you know, obviously the Xfinity race, I show, I show up and I feel like we have a, a great shot to win, but Austin Cindric and, and that 22 team, they're the champs for a reason. They're the best in the series right now and they were hooked up at the road course race at, at Daytona last year and he dominated that between him and Chase Briscoe battling. We were, Kind of a distant third the whole race, no matter how the race played out. So uh, we got some work to, to do, but we've been working hard. I'm sure, just like every other team has been in the off season. But uh, it kind of goes with the growth of, of college racing. You know, they're they're putting their own engineers for the first time last year inside the team instead of the alliance that we have with RCR. We still have that, but had their own people and, and we're really developing that this year. So we've been working hard in the off season, and when it comes to the cup side of it. That's a a whole different animal where, no matter what, we'll start at the back because there's no qualifying, and and it's cup, so it's so tough, and uh, it'll be the first time that I'll run that car in in a couple years. So uh, I feel like you go in that race and you just have a solid top ten starting at the back, and, and if you even have a shot to win, that's going to be a great day.
4: Well, AJ, you're starting up front. You're starting fourth. For the Rolex 24 next weekend, can you talk about how bizarre this year's Rolex 24 has been so far, with the roar being pushed right up to race weekend, and you guys hardly having very much time this week to get ready for the race?
13: Yeah, truly. I mean, it was. I was very fortunate to uh, when Mike Shank and Meyer Shank Racing got the delivery of the DPI Acura. They only had it for, I believe, seven or eight days, and and we went and tested early December in Daytona. And for me, I hadn't been in a prototype since 2016, and really that prototype compared to the ones now, I mean, that was four or five seconds slower. So the DPI cars are crazy fast. So just to be able to get some of that lapse in uh, a test where there wasn't a lot of cars around, so I could go out there and at least run, run some laps, and Dane Cameron and Olivier Plower, the, the main drivers, they were there. They helped me a ton to get up to speed. So, you know, at the Roar, there's not a lot of time on the racetrack, and this year they added the 100-minute race that just got done. So it's, uh, it's a challenge to get up to speed. This thing is crazy fast. The brakes on it are unbelievable. I mean, it's so late on the brakes, and you're carrying so much speed through the corner. So just to try to get used to that, Again, compared to what I've been driving over the last several years, has been a lot. But between Dane and Olivier, and with uh, JPM being the third driver there, I got a lot of uh, great experience and a lot of speed around me. So I'm I'm trying to learn as quick as possible.
2: AJ Almendinger, Xfinity Series full time, several races in the Cup Series. Of course, we're on the Daytona 24-hour next week. What's the week like for you now? Given it's it's a 24-hour that's not like any other previous.
13: Yeah, I mean, really, it's, it's pretty tame because mm-hmm. at this point, we would be getting ready to, to come down to Daytona and, and get ready and you'd have some practice on Thursday, but you'd be kind of getting ready for, uh, for qualifying that day as well. And then you'd have a night practice and then Friday, you'd have a early morning practice that you'd kind of get done. I mean, so now we, we have the team will be getting the car ready over the course of the week, but. Uh, I have nothing really leading up to, uh, to Thursday where we get back on the racetrack and more than anything, it's a lot of, uh, zoom and conference calls because hmm. between the TV side of it and still just trying to learn everything that goes along with this Acro. I mean, I got an 18 page manual when I, <laughs> from the team. Like that's how sophisticated the car is. 18 page manual. I've hit a lot of walls. In my life and it's tough to read 18 pages and remember all of it so (laughs) so i'll be still doing that over the course of the week while still doing meetings for tv and for uh for the team just to try to be as ready as possible
2: and what are you hearing about nbcsn going away
13: that's a good question and I, i mean i won't lie to you guys i was I hadn't heard anything about it until, not that I'd been paying attention, but I hadn't heard anything about it until legit the day or two before that the news broke. So, uh, you know, with their streaming side of it with Peacock, there's going to be a lot of that. You know, obviously I'm sure you've read it all just like I have it, it being some of the stuff being on USA over the course of the year, but I'm not really sure and, and haven't had any talks with the NBC people on, on that side of it, but they have a lot of options. And I know that they really have a passion for motorsports. That's why they took on NASCAR and Supercross and Motocross and IMSA uh and you know, dirt late model stuff, all the stuff that they do for uh for motorsports, so that that is not weekend and they're gonna do everything that they can I'm sure to uh to make sure that we still get to see all of it and, and be a part of it.
2: It's kinda of nice not kicking each other in the nuts for twenty minutes. It's been kinda of nice talking to you, AJ. <laughs> Hey, it's, you know, I mean,
13: I guess we all get a little bit older, a little more chill. Oh, my God. No. Something like that. Don't, I don't know.
4: Don't let Kenny fool you. Uh-huh. And I'm sure neither yeah. are you, AJ.
2: <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to stay away from the COVID, bro. That's my idea, the right? The COVID.
13: I know. I mean, that's it. We we get in the uh, went to the grocery store, and now we're hanging with the kids here at the condo, Zena and, and Tickles. Zena. <laughs>
5: Yes,
4: I forgot about the Bulldog, yes.
2: Oh, my goodness, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's right. It's crazy. Brother, good catching up with you, man. Happy New Year to you, and kick some ass next weekend, all right?
13: Well, to, to all of you as well, love love you guys. You know, like, well, like a stuff that we probably can't talk about where we <laughs> hung around for so long together. So, yep. appreciate it any time. Thank you. boy. Thanks, AJ.
2: Thank you, guys. Yeah, good to get A.J. back in the Freak Nation. Good to get him back in the car full-time. What a busy freaking schedule. Freak Nation, coming up next hour, Beth Peretta She's making a whole lot of noise and news in motorsports. And it all evolves, involves the 2021 Indy 500. She's next.
0: Motorsports Radio, Redefined.
3: Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's
5: okay. I just need you to listen to me.
3: I know that a
13: lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me.
3: I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but...
1: so I can try to meet your expectations.
10: Thank you for
6: talking.
11: For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and
6: other drugs, visit underagedrinking.com dot Yeah, uh, buying some pretzel sticks?
5: Excuse me?
6: This is your wake-up call from TrackFone Wireless. Okay. What if you didn't eat all those pretzel sticks by the end of the month, so this store took them back? Uh, good luck. That's how some wireless companies are with your data, but TrackFone Wireless gives you unlimited carryover data with active service, so you keep what you pay for. Hmm. Plans start at $20 a month. Wow, that's cool. Uh, sir, are you bothering the customers? Yeah, Hang on. This is your wake-up uh, call, people. TrackFone Wireless. Now, you're in control. Available at major retailers. See terms and
12: That's
0: 800-846-2153. Follow us on iHeartRadio Talk and stay in touch 24-7. A special news and update station you control. That's iHeartRadio.com slash talk.
1: You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.
8: You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. (laughs)
0: Freak Radio Network. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. With Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys.
5: What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And
0: Man. I am serious. Here's the Freak.
2: Looking forward to the second hour. Her name is Beth Peretta, automotive executive for many, many years. We first met her with FCA, also known as Fiat Chrysler. Uh, She was part of the SRT Motorsports Program, Dodge and Mopar. She's going to be joining us in about 20 minutes. She's now assembling the all female IndyCar team for the Indy 500 this year. And the details that we understand of her trying to formulate this thing have been absolutely bonkers. So uh, now that she's got the blessing of Roger Penske, Roger Penske's teaming up with her. Uh, All systems are go, Crash Gladys.
4: Yeah. And it's interesting. Apparently, Roger Penske has been one of the guys from the get-go when this was all announced the first time back in 2015. He was all about it. And there were just others that kind of made things maybe a little bit more difficult. But yeah, second time around, he's like, what can I do? Let's, let's get mm-hmm. this going. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Amazing man he is. And it's so cool to see Beth partnered up with him now.
2: Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sarge at Speed Freaks on the Sun of the Night, Lucas Oil Studios in June of this year will be doing this 21 year. Do I have to make, do I have to get a, a, a 21 year shirt? Or a 21-year jacket We didn't have much of a party
4: for our 20th like we were expecting, but the pandemic kind of dampened that parade. And so, yeah, we might as well. What do we do, We can drink this year. So, yeah, let's make a big deal of it. How do
2: we celebrate 21 years? I mean, damn it. Well, we'll probably
3: still have to be socially distanced by (laughs) then. (laughs) Who would have thought a year ago that this would still be so severe a year later?
11: Yeah.
2: Yeah. You go back and look at last year. There were many, many not positive milestones.
4: <laughs> it was a bad year.
2: Our milestone was reaching 20 years of doing Speed Freaks. And wouldn't you know it? The year we reached reach two decades, <laughs> this world's in a pandemic. Yeah.
4: We made, we made jackets. <laughs> we, made, we made swag. And then we're like, we can't sell this. Nobody wants to buy happy stuff.
3: <laughs> yeah, so much 20, for that. 2020, <laughs> 20, twenty. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. And It'll go down.
2: Nothing as, we can't do anything <laughs> about it.
4: Uh-uh.
2: Yeah. You look at the history of us doing this thing. Uh, and, and there were so many milestones on this that happened on this earth in those 20 years. But nothing Nothing even sniffs what happened last year. No. Not just the pandemic, but everything else that went along with that. It shut
4: down the sports world. It, yeah, just, oh, wow. Close people to us losing their lives are getting extremely sick. It, mm-hmm. it just, yeah, everything. Travel comes to a halt. Everything was massively changed. And not even 9-11 was that big. That was a huge thing, obviously, But the pandemic was longer and worse.
2: And Statman's Cleveland Browns made the playoffs in the 2020 season.
3: That (laughs) might be the most miraculous thing of all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Our daughter
2: is seven years old. And I wonder when she gets into ninth, tenth, eleventh, when she gets into high school, what's the history of of her seventh year on this planet going to read like mm, when she's point. in there reading about 2020. What's <laughs> the president? What's it going to, What what is it going to look like for her and her classmates? Well, let's go back and revisit 2020 gang. <laughs> Oh, really? Do we have to? I
4: remember not having any toilet paper in our house. We didn't have any friends.
2: We were all online. Having the, why do we have to do that, you bastards? We lived it.
4: My hands were so dry from rubbing them with that squeezy bottle thing.
2: Oh, man. Oh, Freak Nation, only here in the Freak Nation can you get uh, some just uh, downright intelligent insight is those last six minutes here for the freaks coming up Beth Peratt a forward to this interview assembling a an all-female IndyCar team for the Indy 500 we'll get to that but first going to resume with some affiliates to get some Crash Gladys pit news and notes
0: Speed Freaks we promise to suck less. Freaks, Motorsports Radio,
2: redefined the Freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates here on the Freak Nation. Speed Freaks from the Lucas Oil Studios, your second hour. Last hour, AJ Almendinger, now running a full year in the Xfinity Series, could be running some cup races for 2021. Felipe Nasser, sitting on the pole for your 2021 Rolex 24, he joined us last hour. Coming up in about eight minutes, Beth Peretta making some noise in the IndyCar series. She'll be here. But first, Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes. Brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do the smart thing freak nation. Go to generaltire.com. It's generaltire.com and check out the tire for your ride. It's generaltire.com. Crasher.
4: Somebody we had on last week. Oh, his name is Kyle Larson, won the Chili Bowl. He's undefeated this year because guess what? He went out this weekend and took the first Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series event of the season on Saturday night. Yes, winning after passing Tyler Erb on lap 14 and then just freaking dominated. So, Kyle Larson wins in a USAC midget and now in a Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt car. What next for that guy? All right, it is. it has been the year of the woman so far. I mean, it's only January, but check this out. After celebrating nine women competing in this year's Dakar Rally, Michelle Abadi was just voted the fan favorite in the Trans Am Series from last year. And then this weekend, of course, we have Beth Peretta coming up to talk about her all-female Indy 500 team and future IndyCar full-season full, si- full season team as well. That was a big announcement this week, followed up by the Rolex 24 announcement of championship-winning drivers Christina Nielsen and Katherine Legg partnering up. Just all over badassness for females in motorsports supercross wrapped up its houston rounds one two and three and cooper webb was the one who took the top spot in the 450 class ken Roxon, your championship point standing leader as of now colt nichols was your winner in the 250s tied with christian craig for the championship in the 250 class the points supercross next goes off to indianapolis i think again three rounds there and also the 24 hours of daytona they had their 100 minute qualifying race that's new for this year hello pandemic and it was felipe nasser we just talked to him last hour felipe nasser on the pole for action express racing and lucas
2: oil oh uh, we'll get to some not much motorsports you ever wonder why your barista and starbucks wears a certain color apron we'll get to that and beth perretta Coming up. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. How are you using your time sequestered at home? Been staring at that unfinished hot rod or vintage sports car in the garage? Just looking for some DIY dirty hands work? Yeah? Well, how about changing your oil and topping it off with Lucas Oil Stabilizer? Or refreshing your brake line with new Lucas Oil brake fluid? Or give your prized possessions that light new shine with Lucas Oil slickness products? It's homeschool time for you, buddy. and time to learn to do the basics to keep your ride on the road with Lucas Oil and Lucas Oil products. For more information, check them out. LucasOil.com.
7: TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAVTV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and World Rally Championships, to name a few. MAVTV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAVTV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAVTV.com for more racing information and to demand your MAVTV.
1: It works.
8: You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined.
2: Looking forward to getting Beth Peretta here in the Peak Nation. Made news last week. She is teaming up with an all-female IndyCar team. She's putting that together. And uh, Roger Penske's going to prop that thing up and really uh, give Beth Peretta uh, the things that she needs to put this IndyCar team together. She's tried it before. But that would kaput. Kaput? Kaput. 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 Kaput! Kaput.
4: kaput. That Kap- sounds like a kid does, talking about toots.
2: Yeah it would kaput. It would kaput. Uh, just weeks before the Indy 500 in 2016. Anyway, Beth Peretta joining us here in the Freak Nation. But first, how about this, man? Not, not
13: much motorsports. motorsports. Not much motorsports. Helio oh. or Helio. Not, more. Not, more.
0: not, not, not. Well, not only much, that. Thank you. I love you. And
13: headlining the party. The
0: douchebags. Lose. Not much motorsports. You
8: <laughs> freaks.
0: Not much motorsports.
2: All right, so I, I teased this, and I I had no idea that this was going on at my favorite Starbucks. According to one employee who used to work at Starbucks, it's gone viral on TikTok. She's revealing a number of secrets from her time as a barista at Starbucks. You ever rolled into Starbucks and noticed that the staff's wearing a different colored apron? Wonder what the different colors might mean? Here you go, Freak Nation, just to answer all your dying questions when it comes to Starbucks. Here you go. So if you have a green apron on... This just means you're a standard, private, first-class barista. Maybe you just started working there. It's a kind of a basic apron that everyone gets. If you see someone wearing a black apron, this is a barista. You want to make your drink. Is there a much more skilled barista?
5: No. Yeah. Didn't
2: know that. A black apron is actually awarded to you when you have full coffee knowledge. They are designated coffee masters. As they make amazing coffee. <laughs> yeah. Red aprons, that means, well, okay, freak, it's the holidays. It's Christmas time.
4: Okay. <laughs> or Valentine's Day coming up. No. No, just Christmas? Christmas. Yeah.
2: Okay. Oh, is this going to cause people to go, bro, a green apron? Apron? No. Nah. See a black apron? Dude oh, yeah. over there. I'm
4: going to ask from now on. Yeah, I want the experts making my my Java. Yes, please.
2: Wow, Statman, is that is that the way you have your Cavassier? I mean, you, you want someone that knows how to pour it and warm it just right.
3: I want to know somebody that uh, thinks enough of me to pour me three fingers instead of two. <laughs> <laughs> it's greatness. And if I ask for it to be heated up a little, that they don't put it in the microwave.
13: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no.
3: Last thing in regards to not
2: much motorsports. Oscar Mayer, they're hiring hot doggers to drive the Wienermobile.
4: Don't we talk about this every year? Yeah, we do. It's, it, I think it would be a very cool job post-college. It would be fun. For- I mean, then again, I don't know what it pays. If it doesn't pay well, then I don't want to crisscross Who the cares? country. For $0.
2: The social media behind that would be bonkers. it would. You, that you get would. to roll in for the rest of your life with pictures of here I am driving the weenie.
4: And then you could you act like a, wait, a baby wait, the rest of your life and be like, look at my wiener. Like, wait.
3: Wiener. If, you, if you if your parents spent forty five dollars to $65,000 a year to send you to college, and you tell them, Mom, I got a job driving the wienermobile. mobile. <laughs> You'd never be allowed home ever again in life. Okay. not you dare come home for Thanksgiving okay. and
2: park that in our driveway? Mom, I got a job pouring coffee with a green apron or mom, I got a job driving the Wienermobile. I take Wienermobile all every day.
3: Ooh. No, yeah. cause the yeah. mom would, mom would be proud to go to Starbucks and say, that's my son or daughter, but the Wienermobile, they don't ever want to see you again in life.
2: What's your son do? <laughs> he drives a wiener.
4: <laughs> Mobile.
2: Freak nation coming up next. The Indy 500 is uh, hopefully just five months away, and part of the 2021 Indy 500 will be an all-female team. The leader of that team, Beth Peretta, she joins us next. But first, how big it, about a big old fat Statman scat. It's stat
3: man scat? in the freak nation, you might have something in common with America's new president whether you voted for him or not. During Joe Biden's campaign last year, he talked about a 200 mile an hour electric Corvette coming in the pipeline. If so, it would go along with his classic Greenwood Green 1967 Corvette Roadster, already in his garage, burnouts and all. Biden's father was a Chevrolet dealer and made the Corvette a wedding present when the president was first married. After more than 50 years, the car is in perfect condition, an indication the president has a car guy gene. But what about the electric vet? The rumors have swirled for the last decade, and the mid-engine C8 hasn't helped any. Even GM has secured the name Chevrolet E-Ray for the future. Maybe a hybrid 1,000-horsepower vet might be the step before an electric one, despite what the president says. Let's hope. Peace.
0: Three's Motorsports Radio Redefined. let me
5: know. Should I stay or should I go? If you say that you are mine.
2: It's over 20 years Freak Nation we've been doing this thing. Speed Freaks from the Lucas Hall Studios, Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, the website SpeedFreaks.tv, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter we're there for you. Beth Perretta, we first met her with SRT Motorsports through Dodge and Mopar many, many years ago. We've stayed in touch through the peripheral, whether it was liking a post or a <laughs> quote on Twitter or, hey, man, nice job. Where the hell you at? Well, she's resurfaced, Freak Nation, and she's getting set for the 2021 Indy 500 as she is assembling an all-female team. It was announced last week with Simona Del Cifestro. She's going to be piloting the Indy 500 car. And uh, there's so much that we want to ask you, Beth Peretta, but let's get right into the core of this. In 2016, you. St- You hope to get involved with an all-female team with uh, the Indy 500. Now we are five years later. Would this be happening, Beth, if we didn't go through the raw change as America and the Me Too movement?
5: I think that's a great question to ask. I know that I wouldn't be here if I didn't go through what I did in 2015. So I announced in 15 the intention for 16, and so that sort of then and the reason we chose to announce in 15, or I chose to announce in 15, because there's some, you know some people involved, and we kind of batted it around and the idea of announcing it a year ahead of time was, well, let's put it out there because then it'll make it a little easier for the phone to possibly ring inward, which it did. And that kind of, I think was almost, I don't want to say the first domino because obviously there have been other women's initiatives here and there and fits and starts. I mean, there was a woman series that uh, Panos supported in the nineties. Obviously there've been other women at the 500 specifically, but I, you know, I was always sort of talking about something much broader and really to wind up um, affecting more um, more facets of racing and motorsport. yes, using IndyCar as the platform, ideally it would cascade everywhere else. There were people supportive then, um, for sure. And then because of logistics and, and then other things, I, you know, we then, as you know, pulled the plug right before the 500, about four weeks to go in uh, 2016 um but yeah has the has sort of the 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 tenor changed and and have just people taken more notice have corporations taken more notice that might now see this as something that matters a little bit more than they might have been aware of in 15 i think the people that you saw in 15 and 16 who got it were people that kind of always operated that fifty thousand foot view so the fact that now it's cascaded down is probably because of the hard work and everything else that you've seen happen in the regular social landscape.
2: Beth Peretta joining us here in the Freak Nation as she gets set to field the all-female team for the 2021 Indy 500. We don't dance around it anymore, Beth. It We did when we started Speed Freaks 20 years ago, but we don't dance around uh, racial inequality, uh, gender inequality. I mean, it, it's part of our conversation that yeah. we have now, Beth?
5: Absolutely. You know, it's funny. I was thinking something the other day. You sometimes, no matter whenever you have announcements like this, you'll see comments that are negative. That's fine. There's those people that are kind of wired to not only think something negatively or cynically, but to also voice it, post it. That's fine. That person that's posting something cynical, they're posting it in, when or, or thinking it in all facets of their life. It's not unique to the racing conversation. But, you know, one of those things, the, the uh, opportunity that we have now is because we have people pulling in the same direction. I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing if I didn't have the support of the men who've all been in you know, sort of those positions of you know, creating opportunity. And that's kind of how every all change has happened through through time. Whenever there's been any sort of social change, it's because the people that had held the power or held the control had that sort of realization of, okay, I have the opportunity to change this and make this better, make this different. So fair play, all credit has to go to sort of you know, the, the, the people that have sort of been the status quo. It, took, it takes time for them to – we've, we've realized it the whole time. Anybody who's in the group that hasn't been seating, sitting at the table knows they're not at the table. It's the moment when the people sitting at the table say, okay, hang on. And I've actually been in that position as well. I remember times where I was on my automotive on the corporate side that I would be the only woman in a meeting. And in that first couple of times, you think, wow, that's cool. Look at where I've gotten to. And I'm the only woman at this level or sitting at this table. And then you say, oh, wait, hang on. I need to open the door and, and reach down the ladder and pull other people up with me.
4: Was it cynicism, Beth, that, that kind of crushed the dream in 2016? No certainly not mine. And I mean,
5: you know, there's those moments where you, uh, everybody's got an opinion. Great. But you know, what are you doing about it, buddy? You know, like what did you do today to to make the world a little better,
3: (laughs) Ah, you know? We're talking with Beth Peretta, getting ready for the 2021 Indy 500, an all-female crew, Simona Silvestro, the 2010 Rookie of the Year. She will drive the car this year. Beth, who else is involved with this? I remember before there was uh, all-women engineers, uh, executives with the team. Who else is involved with this? it's
5: sort of that thing that I, um, you know, when I presented this to, I presented this to Roger back in 15, we kept in touch the whole time. When I reached out to him this summer, I said, you know, let's sort of, uh, catch up, level set, recalibrate. What are you guys working on? I saw this announcement announcement race for equality and change. Tell me about it. Is there anything I can do to help you? Because this is something that I'm very passionate about and have spent years working on. So even though you guys haven't seen me, I've been working the whole time. Mm -hmm. Um, and that, which is fine. This, and, and as we all know, this, it's the quickest overnight success like everybody else. Uh, so I've been diligently working. I've been track side. I've been working with schools and such. So it was an opportunity this summer to kind of sit down with Roger, reach out, like I say, and then sit down and compare notes of, okay, what, do you, what is your goal with IndyCar? And let me tell you what I'm working on and some of the ideas I have certainly they were aligned. And then, um, the idea What I said, okay, we don't want to have all of these, we'd like to integrate as many women as possible. And like anything, we want to make sure they're the right women. We have some experienced women. I've got some, uh, women in junior roles who of course have expressed interest. And so do we, do we use them right out of the gate? Maybe not. Maybe we kind of bring them in later this year and then to, to kind of gear up for the next year and, and the growth. You know, from there on. But the idea, yeah, absolutely integrate as many women as we can. And I'm working on that with the, the Team Penske folk to figure out who could we slot in right away and then who maybe is in that development track.
4: See, and that's all a part of you just bringing them up through the ladder. I, I absolutely yes. love that. But let's go back just a little bit. When you were yeah. talking about your story and your involvement and how you've been active in one way, shape or form over the last many, many years, because last year was a big turning point. Kind of getting back to what Kenny was saying with yeah. not just the Me Too movement, but equality and and after George Floyd and all the protests going on there, just equality in general, because this was an IMSA story going down but with the change in the climate the social climate it became an indycar story can you got to go about how that
5: developed well yeah i mean indycar was certainly you know from the beginning was was the goal and then i thought well let me just let me just take a a turn here and i i mean i love sort of i love sports car racing always have i love indycar i love sports car i honestly love them equally and you know i've got a i've got an eye on what's going on the roar down at daytona this weekend um and it, it my thought was okay The reason I was looking at uh, IMSA was there's a way, a cost effective way. Look, I looked at LMP3. I looked at a few different things. In fairness, I had a few discussions over the years about a GTD program and uh, looked at LMP3 because the idea that that can run in a few different uh, series across around the world, being a universal platform that makes it, you know, that made it sort of appealing of, Hey, there's some flexibility here and um, the, the ability to uh maybe get partners in europe or asia um and then certainly the fact that it, it's also a, a platform a car that's eligible for the mall. there's all those things that sort of ticking a lot of boxes but you know you have conversations with people that are interested but there's a difference sometimes between being interested and fully understanding maybe what i was describing um this is a program and it's not meant to be, you know, this is a one and done, we're gonna tick, tick a box and have a woman ideally on the grid, assuming that we can get Simona to qualify for the 500. This is meant to be long term. From the beginning, I'm talking about something that this, You know, this, ideally this team exists in perpetuity because if we are on the grid for five years, 10 years, you're going to see us progress and the, our, our skill level progress, no first year team, has a, a ton of success. They're growing pains and we expect that. So in order to actually be you know, holistically successful, you have to have a long-term plan and a long-term goal and ideally long-term support. And people need to really embrace that and sort of invest in that. And when I say invest, I'm talking time, not mm-hmm. just resource, but time and kind of share that perspective. So I've had countless conversations with OEMs, series flights back and forth to Europe um, I mean I, I could tell you the laundry list of the people that I've sat in front of and everybody was positive but I'll be honest I don't know if everybody got it you know I mean yeah they get it but do they get it wow. and there's always a sort of a nuance there I can t- I can tell you that there are some people that did for sure. There, not not everything was a, an abject no, and not everything was a complete door closed by yeah. any means. There were some of those, but not mm. everybody. But fair play to Roger, he got it in 2015. You know, for, you know, absolutely, um, Chevrolet got it from two, in 2015. Um, we I had an engine contract in 2016. I never told anybody that, but we literally had a press conference scheduled. I still have the shirt that everybody was going to wear for the press conference. Oh. And there's a Chevy bow tie on it, you know, and there's a, the, the series logo and all the stuff that you do, like all the kind of stuff that you saw this past Tuesday. I had that in 2016 ready to go. So to show you how close things were, and that was for a you know, press conference that was going to happen in April at Long Beach. So that shows you kind of who got it early on, you know. So but, what? Uh, now I just wear that polar around the house. <laughs> well hey it still fits it works hey go for
4: it
2: beth yep can we make this a two segmenter can you stick around for yeah, another I'm segment sorry
5: if i'm talking there's kind of a cool story so yeah we can make it as many segments as you'd like my uh, friend awesome
2: <laughs> more with beth perretta she's worked her way up through motorsports and the automotive industry kicking ass on the way up new her from uh, srt motorsports at dodge mopar many years ago and now getting set for the 2021 Indy 500 with an all-female team. And we'll get to the bottom of what really happened to Beth Peretta pulling the plug on her 2016 Indy 500 run. But first, this segment brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Go to GeneralTire.com. That's GeneralTire.com. Check out the tire for your ride. You sport a big old fat truck out front. What about a family minivan or an SUV? It sure would look fat and fly with some General Tires on there, right? Those red letter tires? Why don't you roll with it? Yeah, those General Tires. GeneralTire.com. Imagine rolling to your, when you can take your kids back to school and having those new General Tires on that F-250. All the looks you're going to get from your kids' friends and parents. I want some General Tires, man. Well, then you say, look, you go to speedfreaks.tv and you can register for a set of General Tires. That's right, man. We give away General Tires here in the Freak Nation. Go to speedfreaks.tv. You can register for a set of General Tires. Or, of course, check them all out at generaltire.com. It's generaltire.com to find the tire for your ride. We'll continue on with Beth Peretta. It's an interesting conversation on how she's continued to pursue this Indy 500 team. All-female team with Simona Silvestro. It's crazy. The stories just get bonkers. So, yeah, man, more with Beth Peretta coming up. Speak Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios.
1: It works.
2: It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. That's GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades.
1: Grab it and hold on tight.
7: Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the Speed Wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information.
5: Freak Nation, for
4: over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your everywhere. From the aggressive mud-terrain Grabber X3 to the all-terrain performance of the Grabber ATX, even to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APX, General Tire balances excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire anywhere as possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com.
3: Want to bring racing technology into your driveway? Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is advanced race engine technology for everyday cars and trucks. It reduces friction heat and coats your engine with a tougher, longer-lasting oil film for maximum protection. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil cools and cleans your engine and protects against sludge buildup from everyday stop and go driving. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is made in America and sold to the world. It works.
8: You are listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Uh.
2: Back to Speed Freaks, Lucas All Studios. Been doing this thing for 20 years. Hate to, I don't hate it. I love harping on the fact that we've been doing this for over 20 freaking years, Freak Nation. Uh, Lucas All Studios, speedfreaks.tv. You missed any of the show, go to the website. We're there for you. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. i uh, love for you guys to be a part of this. We continue our conversation with Beth Peretta set for the 2021 Indy 500. Putting together an all-female Indy 500 team, Simona de Silvestro will be piloting the car she was set to run the 2015 indy 500 but uh things took a turn
3: Statman, go right ahead so what happened in 2016 and how can we keep that from happening this year
5: well um there was a i had a deal with so the way that the way that it works and I, I i'm sure most of your fans know this so when you look at an indy an indy 500 grid 33 cars, ideally more than that, are going to try to qualify, which makes for an exciting qualifying weekend and bump day. Uh, But the way that you go from your average, you know, IndyCar lineup of maybe 22 cars, 23 cars, up to that 33, 34, those added 10 cars are usually a team running an additional car, some of those uh, other teams that kind of just run for the 500. And those seats, as you know, can be effectively purchased. You're coming in with your driver, And you're effectively renting that ride, and here's the money, here's bringing a sponsor, you know, and saying here's the, I would say Starbucks is my, you know, uh, (laughs) example of a sponsor because nobody has Starbucks. That would not be too shabby either. Right, exactly. (laughs) Here's the number, you know, 16 Starbucks car featuring, you know, Crash Gladys, And and then it's that story. Um, so what I, what you do is you've got, you know, you've got Starbucks lined up, you know, you've got your driver lined up, and you know that you can then go to some of those teams and they basically all have an asking price. And you say, okay, I'm putting my money down with this driver and we're doing that. So because I wanted to have some, some women integrated from the beginning, the idea was that not necessarily touching the car right out of the gate. Because remember, I'm taking women at that point and still from other series. Like I could take a woman who is really well versed in sports car racing as an engineer knows what she's doing, but no matter what, she's going to be new to the IndyCar rule set, the equipment and all of that. So there's mm-hmm. always going to be a learning curve. So that idea was to integrate those women into an existing team of men. So it's always going to start out as co-ed. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not, we don't right now have enough women at that level to, to just kind of flip the switch and boom, all of a sudden, magically, it's all women. So the key was invest in them and invest in, in you know, kind of have that long-term plan. So I had a team. Uh, so I had an engine contract. I had uh, sponsors. I had investment, and went to um, when it when it was decided at the end of fifteen. When I spoke with Roger, and it looked like they did, they made the decision not to run a fifth car in sixteen. Um, mm-hmm. So when I talked to him in fifteen, the idea is that they would run a fifth car. They made a decision at the end of fifteen to not do that at all. Case in point, there were other opportunities. I know other people approached him about running. A, a fifth car in 16, and he said no to them. And you know, there's people that can kind of tell that story too. Um, and he said, "I'm not running a fifth, and if I was, I'd be running best Peretta." Uh, so that was a logistics thing. There was an—it uh, was a unique year. There was a shortage of um, a lot of teams weren't running as many cars as they had in the past. So then it becomes almost like musical chairs: who's got an open, who, who has an open chassis, who's got a crew of, of people. Uh, where can I where can I put this money? And I had a deal with a team, and we were going to announce that at uh, Long Beach. And literally, like four days before, three days before that announcement, um, I could tell it was it calls weren't getting answered the way they oh. should. <laughs> and then I wound oh. up talking to that team, and they wanted to change the terms of the deal and say, Hey, how about if we move you off the 500 and you do three other races later this year? And uh, and the excuse that was sort of, hey, you know, the 500 is a big race to start with, and I don't think that this is whatever, instead of realizing, okay, I had a driver who'd driven it before, and like anybody else, like if you're, you know, name a person, you know, Townsend Bell, Oriol Servia, when you're this year, when you've got Elio or Montoya, they're coming forward with whether it's funding or, the, you know, the team has gotten a sponsor, and they're just sort of dropping in. That's a normal thing. We do this all the time. That's how the 500 works. So what wound up happening is it turned out that they wanted to put somebody else in the ride and then take, so take my money, take that person's money and effectively like double their money and uh, move me off the 500 and give me other races later in the year. And I said, no, absolutely not. That's not the deal we had. And listen, that is not unique to racing. It's not unique to me. I guarantee you anybody in the paddock has stories like this. It just happens. It shouldn't happen, but it does. And there's always different circumstances. There's a limited number of assets, right? You have Mm -hmm. so many cars, so many, uh, you know, whatever races. So sometimes things like this happen. So it was just circumstance. But that then set me on a wild goose chase to find a different opportunity to get on the grid. And that was literally seven weeks before the race. So what you know what do you do with all things being equal i mean obviously the original deal would have been the best way to go
3: beth it's great to have simona Di silvestro back in the series but your driver in 2016 was katherine legge was she given the first rider refusal to return this year was there a scheduling problem for her how'd the change come about
5: yeah it's absolutely great to have her back in the series um well realistically uh I I don't really keep that close in touch with Catherine anymore. She's been full-time really in INSA, But when I started talking about this with Penske and the uh, organization, it was at the end of July, beginning of August. And Catherine had just had her accident. She had a testing accident, Uh. unfortunately, this past summer uh, in Paul Ricard when she was getting ready for Le Mans. Because again, Le Mans was shifted because last year was so crazy with COVID and everybody's schedules being all jumbled about. So um, the, Lamal race, which is normally in June, was going to be in September. So she still was you know, testing for an entry for there. And she unfortunately had a, a pretty bad crash and wound up uh, getting injured. So when this conversation was happening, it was within three, four weeks of that. Um, so the, and in fairness, we were talking early on about, you know, do we do Uh, you know, half a season in 2021, like starting with the first race, kind of leading up to the 500. We kind of, we batted around a lot of different options as you do when you kind of start thinking about the operations of a team and the competitiveness. So thinking that we were going to be starting with the first race of the season, um, you know, I said, you know, I'd really love to have Simona back in the series and it kind of just went from there. So, Hmm. and here we are. And the fan response, which, you know, you expect, but it's been Really off the charts. It's been fantastic. Simone is, you know, also a fan favorite, as we know, and um, also most recently ran in two thousand fifteen. Um, but she, although, again, although not in the IndyCar paddock and not stateside, she's been driving full time. This, you know, whenever, even though we haven't seen her, she's been between Formula E V eight supercars and now as a Porsche factory driver. Um, she was a test driver also for for Formula One, but for The past couple of years, she's been driving for Porsche in kind of any way that they want to deploy her. And she is full time this season. Actually, 2021, she'll be in a GT series in Europe. So she hasn't been um, out of the cockpit at all this entire time, which is also compelling to know that she's been sharpening her skills on the track.
4: Well, okay, let's just get down to brass tacks here. Simona speaks like 1,200 languages. So when she gets mad at you, is is it in Italian or or Portuguese or French? I mean, what does she it's say? Pretty
5: much, it's pretty much German. I mean, let's much I mean. That's probably the strongest sounding one. So I think that's what I would go to. <laughs> it is. It's the
4: angry language. But yeah. Beth,
2: Beth, we know the workings of motorsports, and you know yeah, it as know it as well as anybody else. And we know what goes on in the paddock with a paddock full of men. and We know where their heads at. We know who they voted for. We know where their stance <laughs> with the economy. Uh, oh boy, this is do this, is, yeah, yeah, we yeah right. <laughs> we so it, the headwinds are still there. I'm sure not as strong as they were five six years ago, but it, they're still adversaries in those walls of motorsports for you
5: um I probably but I mean but the people that are making decisions and the people the people also understand I mean honestly there's this is a commercial business we -hmm. need fans to watch car makers OEMs need to sell you know Toyota is in NASCAR so that they sell cars Chevrolet is in you know Ford is in and then you look at indycar you've got chevy and honda they want it to translate into loyalty that bought that sells cars we all know that women influence 80 percent of consumer purchases across you know in any category you know you're buying a new refrigerator for the house you're buying a new car you're buying a new lawnmower the if it's a, a you know husband wife scenario there's a wife that's usually weighing in um, realistically, we need to also just grow the fan base in general. We need women and men to be watching, and this is the thing too. It, for everybody to be clear, women are not a minority, in any you know in any shape or form. It's fifty. We're fifty-one percent of the global population. So the only way that we're a minority is in, probably in our own head.
7: Where did you
2: get your gumption to to, to, <laughs> to go forth and bust down barriers?
5: Well there's a bit of it that I, so I grew up as an, I, I would say this exactly this way. I grew up as an only child, but I wasn't born as one in that I had a brother. I had a brother who died when I was six and he was 17 and he had cancer. And after, so what, you know, we had a very wonderful relationship because there was a big age gap between us and he was sick. My whole, my whole childhood, you know, so it was a very sweet, sensitive, lovely, lovely, lovey, Hello, lovely relationship. But after he passed, it was just my parents and I, and we were very close and in a very, you know, nice sort of, you know, I, I adored my parents. But when you go through that as a family, and then when you're sort of the sole sibling that's left, you very much, and, and people will tell you this, it happens all the time. I very much became not so much tomboyish, but I could definitely do all the things with my dad, all, like all those, those gender that you know that the stereotypical gender stuff like go fishing with my dad talk about cars with my dad but then go do like mom stuff with mom and so that's first secondly somebody asked me this and I thought it was kind of the coolest I hadn't thought of it right we never we kind of have our best self-reflection when somebody kind of puts a question to you kind of like what you guys are doing <laughs> but uh somebody asked me once after your brother died did your parents shelter you and become overprotective, which is a very fair question. And I know that in a lot of scenarios, families that have a similar situation, that that happens, right? You've got one kid left and you, you want to wrap them in gauze <laughs> and you want to put them, you know, under a little glass, you know, little protective bubble yes. and you wouldn't have necessarily blamed a parent for thinking that way. But credit to my parents, they did the opposite. It was, you know, you're all we've got, go. And whatever I was interested in, they supported. And not in a, you know, not, not in a crazy, like, spoiled way. N- you know, we did, I didn't have the financial means for that. But it was more supporting me, you know, emotionally. Like, yeah, go, go after that. You, you can do that. And one thing that they, and I would say this to anybody who's a parent, and you guys know this, one thing that they are most generous with was if they were proud of something, they would tell me you know, and say, I'm proud of you. Like, I'm proud of you. And just Mm -hmm. say it out loud and don't take for granted that your kid knows that you're proud of them. Tell them, you know, not in a crazy way where you're like smothering them. I didn't have that, but it was kind of like, but, but believe me, you know, we all, like any kid, you kind of screw up and you know, you know that too. (laughs) But I, I think that was kind of it was having, knowing that I had, um, I had parents that cared that I, when I was working hard and believe me, I took a circuitous path like we all have, mm-hmm. you know, I, I finished business school, uh, graduate school. I, you know, I had an MBA and I decided I used to work in the Alpine skiing business all the way through high school, college mm. and after college. Yeah. Love it. Skied for a living lived in Vermont. I mean the whole nine, uh, I'm from new England. I'm from Connecticut, but when I finished graduate school, I was like, okay, I'm not going to stay in this. It's weather dependent. And I was trying to figure out what industry, where, where do I want to, where do I want to work and i 've always been a car person i 've always been a racing person i 've been reading car magazine since I was five, and I thought, all right, let me find a place where can i where can I fit within this business and i didn 't grow up in like i there, we're not a car family we 're not a racing family it wasn't other than being fans of it and being interested and in, you know my dad had you know a couple of cars he had restored, but you know not in no way like a super gearhead. And I just kind of, I took a job selling cars at a dealership. So I had literally had just finished my MBA and I took a job selling cars. And there was those moments of like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And, you know, know, it's funny, at different times, my mom would be super supportive and my dad would be like, what the heck is going on? And then other times it would shift and my dad would be super supportive (laughs) and my mom was like, what the heck is going on? So anyway, I got here, and um, my only, the only thing is—the only sad part about all this is I lost both of them. I lost my mom in 2012. Um, she was able to see the Viper program mm. take off, but she, she passed right before we won the NASCAR championship. So she knew that we were in the chase, but she didn't see the finale, but my dad did. And then uh, my dad wound up seeing the success of the Viper program and get that championship, and he did see the launch of Grace. But uh, when I say that there was stuff behind the scenes in 16 that people didn't know, my uh, right as the 500 was happening in 16, my dad went into hospice care. Oh. So Jeez. there was, a, you know, there was a lot of stuff that I was juggling that, that obviously everybody close to me knew, but public didn't know and nor, nor would they, why would they? But um, just that added level of, you know, I was his caretaker and I'm, I'm the you know, and the last of this three legged table of my mom, dad and I. and I'm trying desperately to get on the grid so he could see it, and it didn't work. And, you know, a month later, he's he's in hospice, and a couple months later, he he passed away. So I will say um, that moment at the press conference and after the press conference on Tuesday, there's all that sort of just that exhale of, okay, this is actually happening, and people are getting on board with why this might matter long-term for our sport. This isn't about a team. This is about getting more people to watch racing. Let's, let's be more um, appealing and get pe- more people to identify with this sport that we all love. But when uh, the press conference was over, we went out to do some photos and they put the logo up on the pylon. And now that, you know, the team's my name
12: <laughs> and there was my last
5: name on the pylon. And all I thought of was like, wow, what did my parents and my brother
4: get a kick of that, out of that the really cool part about this story is that roger was on board from the beginning it didn't take the media yes. movement it didn't take the 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 protest last summer he was on board nope. no matter what and that is Correct. so stinking cool to hear yeah. Yeah,
5: yeah yeah so that's the real story guys hey, thank wow. you for listening
2: beth thank you for doing this we will be talking to you soon
5: cool thank you kenny All-